Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT's After Hours. Conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT with Camaro Dave, Commander Chris. And now we've got Mr. Spinnaker with us, John Bowlesby from AmazingRibs.com. I wish we could share with you some of our conversations that we have off the air. Um, but due to FCC regulations and grammar we're, we're not going to do that but um it it's been really fun talking uh to john about this when you know we were talking about um what maybe was one of the toughest things that questions you've ever had to answer what questions are kind of standard on there is it time temperature seasoning combination thereof what um what do you normally yeah, deal I with most of the stuff that we're dealing with is um, a lot of times it's people trying to attack their first brisket or something like that, where it's like, you know, it's to a lot of people that brisket is daunting, you know, and so sure. we get a lot of questions about that, um, which I mean, most of the time if people would just kind of settle down and <laughs> kind of, yeah. kind of uh, you know, not think of the mystique and stuff like that. It goes along with brisket. It's, it's relatively straightforward, but, um, you know, we, we get a lot of stuff with, um, you know, with different rubs and which woods to use and, and all kinds of stuff like that. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times, especially with smoking wood, um, you know, the thing what we try to impress upon people is it's more about having a clean fire. Right. And stuff as opposed to picking like, you know, if, if I'm burning cherry wood, it's not going to make my pork ribs taste like cherry. Right. That's like, just, it's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's much, it's much more about burning a clean fire. Now, like, like you don't want to burn, you know, pine or something like that. That's got resin in it. Right. But, you know, you hardwood, but you know, it's, it's kind of stuff like that where I think, you know, some people who aren't, you know, deep into barbecue, they, they kind of overthink a lot of things. And so we get a lot of, you know, we get a lot of questions that are, I mean, certainly valid questions, but stuff that's, you know, a lot about, you know, different kinds of smoking woods or, you know, if, what do I put in my water pan? What do I, you know, kind of stuff like that, where, you know, it's, it can be a lot simpler than, than a lot of people think. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> do they, do they get confused? And maybe that's too harsh of a term. But, you know, competition cooking is different than, you know, yeah. back porch cooking. Right. And, and when they get on TV uh, or they're watching TV, I should say, and they're seeing these guys inject everything and, right. you know, special flavors and, and the rubs are an inch thick on there and, right. all, and all that. 
Um, I find that when people ask me questions, um, and we, you know, get questions here from the show that sometimes they get, um, thinking that that's what they want to do. Well, if you want to go cooking competition, sure. You're going to end up doing that. But if you're cooking just for the family meal on Sunday afternoon or something, um, you're probably not going to do all that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, other than the, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, other than the fact that it's extremely labor intensive to cook that way. Right. Um, it's, you know, one thing that people forget is, you know, they're cooking for a judge or a panel of judges. Sure. And those judges are taking a bite. You know, those, those guys, those judges are not sitting down and eating five ribs, five of your ribs at a time or whatever. Right. You know, so that food that they're producing is very flavorful. It's, I mean, it's flavor packed. But you wouldn't be able to eat, you know, some of those chicken quarters that are braised in butter and parquet and all this other stuff because it's so rich. Right. Like it's not, you know, there's so much going on there where, you know, because everyone's trying to find that flavor edge, you know, something to stand out from the crowd. And that's just, I mean, that's the nature of competition, obviously. And so, you know, one thing that we, that I always try to impress upon people is, you know, make it simple. Like that's where barbecue started, you know, is making stuff simple and then, you know, get your basics down and then branch out from there. Sure. You know, don't, you know, so many people get kind of caught up in these barbecue shows and they're, I mean, they're fun. They're entertaining. I watch them too. You know? Oh yeah. But it's, it's one of these things where like, you know, they're putting so many different flavors, so many different rubs. I mean, they have a main rub, they have a finishing rub, you know, they have four different kinds of sauces, glazes, all this stuff. And, you know, I think people look at that and they're like, whoa, like, this is what I need to make great barbecue. Like, no, that's what you need to make competition barbecue, but you're making a different, you know, for your family, you're making something different. Right. Right. You know, Amy Mills, um, said on the show and I've had Amy on a couple, three times now. Mm -hmm. She said, I can always tell you when I've judged too many barbecue competitions, because I can't take my rings off my fingers because they're so swollen from all the salt and the nitrates and stuff (laughs) at these competitions. You know, and these guys are, I mean, people are injecting, you know, phosphate injections and all this stuff. And it's just like, you know, I personally don't me personally, I don't care for that flavoring. Like it's to me, it sounds kind of very, it tastes fake. Yeah. It's lack of a better term. Like it's just, you know, there's so much going on that just like, wait, what happened to the to the meat and the, you know, yeah, and the. <laughs> so 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 John, if I said you're going to cook a brisket uh, or, or a tri-tip, I don't care, pick whatever you want. And I mean, are you kind of the the Dalmatian salt, pepper, garlic kind of guy? Do you? Yeah, I'm. You probably add other stuff too. Um, what what do yeah. you use? What are the basics that you use? I mean, for brisket, I use I use kosher salt. Um, I use a coarse ground black pepper. Yep. Um, I usually do that in like a fifty fifty ratio, and then I'll add um, granulated garlic and granulated oven onion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much my rub for brisket. Um, I don't like I like I was saying before. Like I really I love that bold 
like beefy flavor and i love um that oak smoke kind of like that central texas flavor right and so and i my thing is i want um i like my cooking to shine through the meat and the smoke flavor because to me that's for me personally that's where the art is is getting that right smoke profile and stuff like that where sure now adding all that other stuff you know if that's what you're into that's fine but it's just for me that's all just kind of extras that i'm not really that interested in you know i'm, I'm more about just kind of like the basics and um i mean for me it all i mean all the passion of the whole thing started with cooking with fire and so that's just kind of what i've tried to right try to pick with you know right with, uh, i mean pork shoulder i'll add you know, I use a pretty similar rub, but I'll, you know, I'll throw some paprika in there and then some, maybe some cayenne pepper and stuff like that to add some color to it. But for the most part, I just, I try to let the, let the smoke and the meat come through. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm with you on that, brother. I am. Okay. So yeah. this is the, we used to do it in the regular show and once in a while we still do, but I saved it for you for the after hour show. We do this thing called lightning round which is yeah. I, I ask you a bunch of really off the wall, different questions, not all of them, but some of them. And you can just fire back with whatever, whatever you think. Okay. All right. And we're going to start with one here because you're up there in Minnesota. What is the best or worst thing about barbecuing in the winter? Uh, best thing is no one else is doing it and there's tons of meat available uh i would say the worst is firing up your tomato when it's 20 below (laughs) (laughs) at four at 4 a.m yeah there you go by the way are you a gophers guy no uh i actually i was in iowa okay in iowa yeah i'm an iowa grad so i'm uh i'm an iowa fan okay okay uh not a gopher guy. <laughs> <clears throat> Somewhere in my collection, I collect hats. Uh-huh. And I, I've i had this hat for almost 30 years. Uh, we were at a bar and a restaurant and with a bunch of people and some people that lived in Minnesota. And uh, Dick had this gopher hat on and I was saying something to him. And he just put it on my head and I've kept it ever since. I got the little golden gopher on there. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, is there anybody in, that you would like to cook for in particular? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, wow. Um, I mean, cook with, maybe. I can't sure. think of anyone famous that, um, that I would cook for, I guess. I don't know. But I guess my cook with, I would love to cook with like rodney scott yeah uh someone like that just to like hang out in the pits one day with them and just absorb all that oh sure i just think that that would be such a cool such a cool experience um i mean as far as cooking for like i for for me personally like i'm not into the competition stuff or i'm not into like opening a restaurant like i kind of use barbecue as my escape and so honestly like cooking for family and friends is to me, I don't think there's anything better than that. Like, I just love doing that. You said you were kind of a history buff, so am I. Um, mm-hmm. Give me one or two historical figures that you would like to have dinner with. Ooh. Um, I would say 
probably Chester Nimitz. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm a big World War II, uh, big World War II buff. So, um, and then probably um, Meriwether Lewis, probably. Because um, I, I mean, I just, I love being out west and stuff like that. And I, I love the story of, um, of those guys going out west. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, one of the greatest journeys ever, you know, and I just think that that would be, that would be so much so interesting have you ever been out to like fort stevens or any of those places on the out on oh, yeah. our coastline yeah. out here yeah 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 i've um i mean I, I have a friend that lives in western montana and i spend quite a bit of time out there usually in the summers this summer has been a little bit different but um and so you know we we kind of fly fish all throughout um all throughout the area and stuff like that and we we go all the way out there and it's just i love it out there oh it's sure so cool. sure oh so cool uh here's a question i haven't asked anybody in a long time and i have no idea uh is there one person you wish you had never met ex-spouses don't count <laughs> a person i wish i had never met yeah you don't have to give uh, their name just maybe a description <clears throat> i don't know okay i don't think so okay honestly I try to, I'm, I'm a pretty positive guy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if, if there is, I've probably already forgotten about him. <laughs> I understand. <clears throat> um, what barbecue skill took you the longest to master? Uh, correct fire management, I would say. Yeah. Like, Getting getting to the point where you can build a high like a high quality small hot fire, you know, so that you're you're burning clean, um, and you know you're producing that thin blue smoke or clear smoke. Sure. Um, you know where when I first started before, you know, I'd really began reading into the subject. You know, I just thought smoke was smoke, be it billowing white or whatever. You know. Um, and so learning how to know when it's time, you know, when the fire is ready for you to put the, put the food on and, you know, whether you're cooking barbecue or you're just grilling over, you know, live coals or something like that. Right. Uh, you know, I would say learning the, learning the fire, which was also the, the most fun, you know, that was, that's, that's what I love to do. I mean, that's what made it, that's what makes it so much fun. What, um, what does the uh, best day for John Bowlesby look like for as far as activities? Um, I would say uh, getting up early. I'm usually a pretty, pretty early riser. Um, and I like to, I like to run and um, work out and stuff like that. So I, I like to get that in in the morning. Um, I just, I actually ran a, a half marathon on Tuesday morning and I'm still kind of covering <laughs> <from> that one. <laughs> well, I understand. So, yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'd like to do that. And then, um, uh, fire up the smoker and usually my stick burner and, um, throw a couple of briskets on. Like that's just my favorite, my favorite meat to cook. Cool. Uh, I would say that, or, you know, if I'm out West, I would say get in the river, um, and 
fly fish all day long. There you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a, that's an ideal day for me. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if I had declared you Supreme ruler of barbecue for a week, what would you, uh-huh. what would you decree? Man, pellet smokers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, man, that's a hard, that's a hard question. Well, we can skip it. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's come back to that one. I okay. Guess. All right. Do you remember <laughs> what the first thing you ever grilled or barbecued or smoked was that you did it? Oh, I did myself. Oh, I guess. And the first thing, the first thing I ever cooked were pork burgers. I'd say down at my uncle's farm. Yeah. Um, he, we always had tons of those. I ate those for lunch every day for summers on end. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I would would say that those would be my first things I've grilled. And probably my first thing that, uh, I ever smoked was ribs. Um, I really, I always liked ribs growing up and stuff like that. And so that was kind of the first thing that I was like, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to do that, you know? Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I've, John, I found a recipe the other day on a, my other show, my golf show. Um, I had Trip Bowden on, and Trip lives in Augusta. He grew up in Augusta. He caddied at the Augusta National, where the Masters is held. But he had kind of a behind the scenes thing, and he also did a cookbook for that. And one of the things that they had at the uh, Caddy Shack there, not the movie, but the actual Caddy Shack, was they had a pork chop sandwich um that they and it was bone in that they cooked for the caddies it probably cost them 50 cents or something you know a lot, right. of, a lot of times nothing but i had he had pictures of uh his version of that and you know that was a pretty cool sandwich pretty basic but the way they cooked it and stuff um i'm gonna give that a try one of these days so yeah just throw that yeah. out there um where's the worst place you ever had to cook oh the worst place i ever had to cook um man i would say um probably two summers ago when i was up in the boundary waters in um minnesota which is a a canoeing uh wilderness area in northern minnesota on the border with canada sure um I was up there for what was a week trip. We were in for six days and it rained probably oh. five and a half days. Oh boy. <laughs> and so it was just every meal was a nightmare trying to get going to just try. I mean, couldn't find any dry wood and right. You know, I, I did have a camp stove so I could, you know, we could cook stuff, but it was just, just miserable. And I love cooking outside, but I got to that, that trip was, that tested my nerves. I bet it did. <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. some some kind of real short answers here. Sweatshirts or formal wear? I know the answer, but you might as well say Sweatshirts. it. There you go. Would you describe yourself as corn-fed or grass-fed? Corn-fed. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, I'm going to rate Prime here pretty soon. They're going to send me to market. Um, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. There you go. Um Personally finished or grass-fed beef? Uh, corn finish. 
There you go. Um, if we put your life to music or your barbecue skills to music, what would the music be? Blues. There you go. Well, I guess then I won't ask you this one, Dire Straits or Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> dire Straits. There you go. Uh, there you go. And, okay, so we're coming back to the Supreme Ruler question because we're just wrapping up here. Uh, if, if I declared you Supreme Ruler of Barbecue for a week, what would you declare? Um, I would declare that all barbecue should be first and foremost about making food, great food for people. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I, the competition world is great and everything like that, but I think that the main purpose of barbecue is to bring people together and just to hang out and make great food and enjoy it. Um, that would be, that would be rule or law. Number one for me. There you go. There you go. I uh, couldn't agree with you more. John Bowlesby from uh, AmazingRibs.com, a.k.a. Spinnaker there. Tell the folks how they can reach out to you one more time, please. Yeah, um, you can reach me on our uh, on our website, AmazingRibs.com. Um, there's a, a search tab there. You can just type in my name, um, Spinnaker, and uh, my name will come up. Or you can email me at Spinnaker at AmazingRibs.com and I can, uh, you know, I try to try to get back to people as quickly as I can. Um, and then if you're a member of our forum, you can look me up there. Um, and that's our, that's our pit master club. Um, and you can always look me up there and send me a direct message and then I can get right back to you. There you um, go. On that, on that too. There you go. Hey, it's been a real pleasure, John. It really has to get to know you and to spend some time yeah. with you today. And, um, um, both John and I, uh, heartily recommend the amazing ribs, um, uh, website for vast amounts of information. There's so much information on there to make your head explode. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything you need. Everything you need. All right. We'll yeah. be back next week, folks, with another edition of after hours until then take care. <laughs>